Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Dale. And this is the Hype Night Podcast. Now, Hype Night with Mel and Dale is a live show that we do weekly on Wednesday nights in downtown Toronto. And people started letting us know that they were listening to it as a podcast. So we're making it into a podcast. And you are listening to it right now. As a podcast. Yay! Sometimes we talk over each other. Listen, get over it. You can watch it live or you can listen to it here. That's right. Sometimes we reference visual things that are happening on the show. Use your imagination or visit our Facebook live page and check us out live. Gosh, it's gonna be great! It's gonna be great! Welcome to Hype Night! Welcome to Hype Night, everybody! We're so happy that you're here! We're thrilled! I'm really happy to be here! I'm happy to be here too! We're back! Oh my gosh! Something feels. It feels different. It feels different. To me. For me too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. What is it? Different. Are you wearing like a different lip color? I think it's this. You think it's that? It's this! Yes. Isn't it exciting? It's very exciting! We have this patterned backdrop. Yeah! Isn't it nice? It used to just be blue. <laughs> it used to just be blue. Now it's something else. Now it's blue. Yeah, because we're in a whole new space and a whole new place. It's really awesome. Yeah. We're here we're here at uh, Truly Studios. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm really excited to and be And Highball Headquarters. That's yeah. what we call it. Uh, yeah. It's really exciting. We're like, it's like a new... We've turned over a new... It's a new dawn. Leaf. It's a new day. <laughs> we're going to have to pay for those rights. Stop singing right there. It's know. a new us. It's a new us. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Can't get us for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice to see you. It's nice to see you too. Oh my gosh! Uh, listen, everybody uh, at home, if you don't know anything about Hype Night, you're about to find out. Yeah, because I'm about to tell you about it. Listen, um, Hype Night is a wonderful show we've decided to put together. We bring on a guest each week, and we hype her, and we give her the hype that she deserves. Yeah. We bring on a woman that that is amazing and incredible, and we know so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, our list is very long, and we bring her on, and we celebrate her, and you get in on the celebration. So if you're watching us on Facebook right now, you can like, you can comment, you can ask questions. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps you are listening to this on Podbean uh, after the fact, because we it's also a podcast. That's right. So spread the news for people who like podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you're watching it on Highball TV, um, and, uh, and if so, you can comment there as well it won't be live but we're still uh, interested in what you have to say we still read it we read it we see it and we read it we respond yeah so uh generally what we do on hype night is we start you know by giving each other a little bit of hype yeah so i'm gonna start okay i'm gonna start all right i had one piece of hype but i changed it you changed it yeah listen we were having a little bit of technical drama before the show. We did. We had technical drama. And, and you know, I got to say, I'm going to give you some serious hype about this. Really? even though you were like, oh my God, yeah, I'm like freaking out about it. Yeah. You were so cool. Really? Yeah. You were so cool. <laughs> okay. And I feel like you you were felt like you were really freaking out. And I, I was like, I'm actually really impressed at how cool you're being. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Girl. Thank you. Because I really felt, yeah, yeah. I really felt like I... This is the thing that happens to me, though. So, like, I'm happy to hear this hype. I will take this hype wholeheartedly because I often feel like I am uh, reacting too much, right? My blood pressure didn't go up at all. Oh, my God. That's good. Because I felt like I was, like, in my mind, the reaction I had was that I took this table and I threw it. And I stomped around and I was like, why is this happening to me? No. No, It was more like this. (sighs) I'm really frustrated. (laughs) 
That's what it felt like. Okay, good. I think that's great. Uh, Thanks, Dale. You're very welcome. Thank you for that hype. I appreciate it. Um, I want to say that um, recently you... Dale's an actor, wonderful actor, comedian, funny, delightful. This is all preamble to oh my the hype. Oh my gosh. This is just pre-hype. This is a hype sandwich. It's, it's, it's hype, hype, and hype. It's a full-on hype sandwich. <laughs> um, but I want to say that you you played a role recently, like a recurring role on a series uh, called Working Moms. Check true. it out. It's, it's true. It's great. She's great on it. It's great. Um, and I want to say, I saw you in... The trailer for like the beginning of the season or like for one of uh-huh. the episodes. And it was just a glimpse of Dale in the back of a car. And I'm impressed you saw that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I saw the trailer and I was kind of looking for you because I was like, Dale's on this. I wonder if the Dale made it into the trailer. Uh, and you did. And I want to say that the amount of funny you are just with like a look, just with like an eyebrow raise. Thank you. Just with intention. Uh, it's like you stole that, you stole that frame. You oh. were like, it was not a long clip in that trailer and you stole it. Oh, thank you. You just took it. You're like, guess what? Yeah. That sandwich? I'm taking it. I'll take that I'll sandwich. I'll take that sandwich. With this eyebrow. Yeah. You got good eyebrows. That's well, thanks. Thing. I don't do anything to them. You don't need to. I don't like... But you don't have to because they're so great. Thanks. Oh my gosh, that's really nice. Thank, thank you, you so much. My pleasure. Aww. My pleasure. That's what we do on so the show. That's we celebrate. We hype each other. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to do that tonight for our guests. We are. I'm really excited for our guest. I'm excited that she's the guest for our first show in the new studio. It feels, feels right. Feels like good energy. Feels like positivity. Yeah. It feels really good. Yeah. Um, I've known her for a long time. We went to high school together. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We went to high school together. Oh my gosh. We weren't in the same program, but we, we worked together and we knew each other and uh, we had fun together. It was a good time. Great. Uh, which I'm sure will come up at some point. But she has so many ways to describe uh, what she does. Yeah. So I want to say them all because I think they're awesome. So um, she's a leadership and digital addiction coach. She's a creative entrepreneur. She's driven by making the impossible a reality. She's an experience designer, a life and leadership coach, a camp counselor of the universe. She's an adventure creator, a producer, a director, a persistent dreamer who ain't given in or giving Given up. up. Mm-mm. What? Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a better person. It's perfect. To start it up. So yeah. why don't we, uh, Let's why don't do we it. bring her out? We right. are bringing out... Elena Mazza! Which was unable to happen before. <laughs> yeah, well, because our last studio was, was snug. Was snug. Was snug. You just walked snug in. fit. And it now feels snug. Yeah, we're snug. Well, it's, it's cozy now, cozy. as opposed to like, Aww. you know, real snug, tight. Yeah, right. Tight. Yeah, tight. Now we're free. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Thanks. Yeah. We're thrilled to have you here. I'm thrilled to be here. Delightful. Um, I'm gonna go get the drink. The drink. <gasps> okay. Uh, I think we need drink music. Drink music. Maybe. For let's sure. do some drink music. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this drink music. 
Um, so tonight, Elena has decided to drink some Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. The classic Canadian drink of Caesar. Yeah, because it's got the clamato in it, right? It's like a, it's like a meal in a glass. It is. It is. We also, we also added the uh, the pepperette here. Oh, it's kind of a oh, bit of a like. It, it, it changed like, colors. It's a bit too tone. What that means? Is that a good thing? Oh, it just means it's Or is like, that a bad thing? Tell us if it's a good thing or a bad thing when the pepperette changes color. Should the pepperette change color? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. We'll see. Just let us know. We'll see. In the studio with us, uh, Matt behind the camera, Sonia on the computer taking any questions or uh, comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Dale and I, uh, we don't usually drink Caesars, so this is a bit of an adventure. So here we go. Adventure. Adventure. Here we go. What are I we like doing? an adventure. Cheers. 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 Okay. Oh, you know what? That's Pretty not good. bad. It's good. It's better than I expected it to be. It's worse than I expected it to be. <laughs> well, I'm known to drink these really quickly. Okay. okay. So I could help you out. I feel like I'm having some of the drowned pepper. I'm going to have one t- some. You know what? <laughs> Here's good. the thing. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to drink it. I love me a meat stick. I'm sorry. I didn't used to like tomatoes. Oh, at all? I ate them for two years, and I made it happen. So maybe I just need to drink this drink for Dale, two years. I love your... <laughs> you're like, you it's know what? It. I'm plowing through. I love this. Get it done. A timeline. Oh, my God. I'm, it's so exciting to me that you like this. Mm-hmm. Because there's just so many different you people You know what? I'm starting to enjoy it. I you think know, the pepperette helps me. Other people go to the bar, and they order a pint, mm-hmm. or they order um, mm-hmm. a glass of wine. But I could drink like six of these. Sure. <laughs> but I feel like I mean, this is nutrient. You get a bit it. of a nutrient. I mean, and Do just I a little this? bit of sodium. Just, <laughs> just a smidge of sodium. I also bit. like how they're like, uh, you know, just a, some salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Like there's not enough salt in oh. it. I eat this, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you can eat the garnish deal, yeah. Do you, you, you use from the bottom? I don't know. Do whatever you... You live your life, Dale. <laughs> you live your life. Tell us how you drink or eat your Caesars, yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you like gazpacho? I do. Okay. But I don't like tomatoes. Wait. You don't like... <laughs> no. But it's like, you're like raw tomatoes? tomatoes or you're yeah, like... raw tomatoes. No, thank you. Really? You like mm-hmm. tomato juice? So what if this was just tomato juice? A Bloody no, Mary. No, no. That's, 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 like that that's the American style. Yeah, Bloody it's Mary. Needs to have the kick. Needs to have that. Yeah. Clam. Wait, but does a blood is a Bloody Mary all of the things just with tomato juice, not clamato? Like, is it still Worcestershire sauce and hot sauce? I don't Someone know. tell Someone us what a Bloody Mary is. Someone tell us what a Bloody Mary is. What a bloody, bloody Mary is. Someone's gonna bloody. do it. I feel very Italian. Whenever I see people say Bloody Mary, Banks. Bloody Mary. Good. They look great. Oh yeah. They're yeah. They're not like creating a weird shadow shadow shape no i don't think so they look great okay no they look real good i mean you can rock a bang i find bangs very difficult (sighs) they can be difficult they can be yeah Yeah. but i but you're you're making it work thanks i have two cowlicks me too i have cowlicks too i can't do it my wife yeah yeah Yeah. it's cowlicks cowlicks Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do yeah Mm -hmm. um i would like to talk about the uh best part of our day yeah let's do it yeah best part of best part of our day anyone like to start i don't know what happened at my house i'm gonna start I don't know what happened, um, but we got the mail twice. Sometimes we never. We sometimes we don't get mail for days. Right. Today we got the mail twice, and we definitely got it twice. But was it good mail? Yeah, I got a check. Oh, oh that's good. And then I was like, oh, that's the mail. And then I went out, and then I got a check. 
Whoa. Do you think that the mailman just or mail person, uh, mail carrier? Um, Good. That, thank you. Uh, do you think that they that that person didn't like they forgot that check, or do you think that they? Oh, it wasn't in the bundle, and they had to walk maybe. back to my house. Oh, I feel bad for them if that's what happened. I don't know. Either way, you got two checks, and I got two checks. That's out of a it. good party. Two different times. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to celebrate twice. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I had to amazing. open my mobile app and, you know, do it twice. Right. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Money in my account. No. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Worst, best part of your best day? Best part of my day. Worst part of your day. Best part of my day. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, I want to say this. We, so our car is sort of dying. Uh, so we have to get rid of our car. But we've been contemplating living uh, a life without purchasing another car okay um and just using you know ride shares and or car shares and uh, uber and stuff like that or lyft or you know what have you and so we had to transfer uh this set that you're seeing right now to this location today and in your like, car in well, your no, car well no we've we've transferred it in our current car which is a smart convertible smart car <laughs> and so there cute. are ways to make it work uh to make it fit but we were like we can't use our car so we uh we got a car share like an auto share and we got this like big SUV and we transported it all and it all fit in one go because it's not a smart car and it had <laughs> heated seats and like it was so enjoyable listen I have to tell you number one the freedom of just being like oh we just drive it there and then we drop it off and we don't have to worry about it yeah. and there's no problem with it is delightful and, I lo- and it wasn't a clown car it wasn't a clown car <laughs> although I love I do love our car uh, but also heated seats make me the happiest person on the planet and I just like being driven around I mean my dream in life really is just to have someone drive me around if someone could just pick me up and drop me off places I really you, you could achieve that dream I probably this could. Is a, this is an achievable dream. It yeah. is. I mean, like, yeah, I could take Ubers everywhere, I guess, or whatever. I could take a car. You could service. also, for the cost of a new car, probably hire, like, a, a driver. A driver? That is just yours. Oh, my God. Listen. He could you... show up in a suit and a hat and everything. And I said it's a he, but maybe you want a woman. Maybe it's a woman. Yeah. I just... Or something in between. I don't think you understand how happy that would make me. Like, yeah. it just... There's just something about it. I sit. I'm comfortable. I do my work on my phone. Oh, yeah. I, I love like to it. drive. Texty, texty. I only like to drive when I'm driving on a, like, texty, texty. Texty, when I'm texty. When I'm driving to a... De- like, if I'm driving on a road trip and I'm driving a longer distance, I don't mm-hmm. mind driving. Mm-hmm. But if I have to drive to, like, get to an appointment and park and, like, I just want to be driven. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's, That's fair. So it was the best part of my day. I mean, Matt was driving, so I don't know how it was for him, but <laughs> it was nice for me. <laughs> he did seats. He did seats. He did seats. Well, well the, the best part of my day, I had two best parts. The first one was that I finally got a library card. Oh, oh library card. I have been using my wife's library card, and so <laughs> it's a very big deal to finally get a library card. Yeah. It was, nice. It was remarkably easy. I didn't even need to give my address. What? You don't need to give your address. What do you, you mean? Just you just need, need to you, say you need to show right? them. You need yeah. to show them proof of living in Toronto. Yeah. And then you just take your phone number and your name, and that's it. Oh, that's I nice. can I can take out books from the TPR. And you could go. You it. could also use those services where you go and you get like free tickets to go see things. Like yeah. I went to the AGO yeah. the other day for free because oh. from library. Oh, yeah, there you the go. Library has, pardon me. The library has so many cool things. They mm. also now have. Um, Light therapy rooms in certain libraries and yeah, yeah, for sad. Like you can go for sad. Yeah, sad's almost over. Sad's almost over. It's almost springtime, everybody. Wait, the second part of the go. Second part part of my day was that my dog Grover, cutest dog, cutest dog, 
We got the call that he is free and clear of heartworm. <gasps> Yay! He tested negative on heartworm. This is very, it's very so he, huge. He had heartworm. We adopted him from Korea. Yeah. And he came with heartworm. Yeah. Which they didn't tell us. It's really hard to get rid of, though. That's it's a really very thing. hard to get rid of, and it's been a year and a half. Wow. And now he's free and clear. Grover. Listen, Grover. I love this news. I love it's the very, Grover. It's very good Congratulations news. Congratulations to Grover. He's such a lovely dog. He's really good. He went from, like, the Korean meat factory to being a spoiled Jewish lesbian yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a more spoiled dog in my life. So but he's, I lo- but he's, he, it's, he's he doing well. It. He's doing well. Yeah. Yeah, he did well for himself. Yeah. We were playing games at, at Elena and Lindy's house, and... Uh, and Grover just kept wanting to get in on the games. He was like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Why can't I play Golden Girls Clue? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't play Golden them. Girls Clue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they kill each other? Yeah, like, no, like, who ate the cheese? Who ate the cheese? Oh, who ate the Who took like, the last piece of... Like, it would be dead. It would be way better if they killed each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like Blanche with the lipstick. <laughs> but someone's usually in dead, the, right? Well, there's an episode. There's several in episodes. The there's oh. In Clue, yeah. There's several episodes of the Golden Girls. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of the show. I was slightly embarrassed to admit it, but... There are several, a little bit I am. There's, mostly I'm not. There's several episodes where people die on Golden Girls. I mean, because, you know, they're elderly, I'm sorry to say, but like Frida Claxton dies in an episode. They could have built the whole game around Frida Claxton. Just going to put that out there. Hashtag Golden Girls forever. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to chat, chat with someone here that's, that's chatting with us. Okay. Um, There's no improv games tonight. There's too many Caesars to have improv games. Improv so games. We're not, yeah, someone's like, we should be doing improv games. Oh my god! And uh, the, whole show, actually, the whole show's a bit of an improv actually, game. It's, it's, it's Bruce Fox, who used to be my drama teacher. Hi, Bruce. Hi. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for Fox watching, man. Bruce. Nice to see you. Okay, so let's get down to um, let's get down to the rules of hype. So we're just for our, for the benefit of our audience members, and like, I my, think, like my mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get, these are the rules. So, so you have the rules. Yeah. You go. got to take your hype. Yeah. So we're gonna give you a lot a lot of compliments, and you got to take them. You gotta Great. Take your praise. Um, number two, if we get anything wrong. Um, it happens. Correct. Correct yeah. us. Yeah. You know, let us know if we got anything wrong. Yeah. And uh, number three, if there's anyone else we want to, if there's someone along the way that you want to hype while we're at it, raise your glass and hype to them. Hype. Hype. Hype, hype. hype to everybody watching. Hype. Yeah. Okay. So, Elena, we'll say, because I said it earlier, we went to high school together. We did. We went to Unionville High School. <clears throat> uh, you were in the drama program. I sure was. And I was in the music program. I sure were. But we both were... In a musical together, mm-hmm. guys. And we dolls. were in two musicals. No, we're working, 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 working the musical, which is an amazing musical. Yeah. I mean, really, it was based on a book. There were, in Greece. No, we weren't in Greece. We Are you guessing? Are you yeah. trying to guess what? Yeah. No, no. What was the second one? Do you not remember? It was Once Upon a Mattress. Were you in Once Upon a Mattress? I was not. You weren't. No. Okay. Those are the only two I worked on. I wasn't good enough to be in that one. Really? <laughs> I didn't well, hold those auditions. Air I went as. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> Listen, it's okay. It's okay. I took, Alana, them, I took them all down when we did Into the Woods. So. Oh yeah, so, it's yeah. for sure. Elena, yeah. you were awesome to work with. Yeah, Thanks. I had to choreograph this, these dances, and Elena was in them, and she, you were so joyful and so up for it, and, and so bad. So my joy made up for it. 
You weren't that bad. You always say you were really bad. You weren't that bad. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, okay. you were not bad. I thought, you were, I thought you were great. Thanks. Yeah, I loved Thank working you. with you. Well, I mean, obviously, I we stayed uh, We stayed in touch. We've done this. You know, we have. Our, yeah, our, our lives have kind of done this. That's yeah. nice. It's true, yeah. yeah That's nice. Man. It's a nice We're only gesture. here, you and I. We are. We're just here. <laughs> we're the first we one. Hey. We, have no, we have no opportunity to go here yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Sonia, do you have, uh, what's going on? Elena, uh, your mom is watching. Oh, hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, Elena's mom. And previous nice guest, uh, Tanisha is watching. Tanisha! Hype to Tanisha. Um, I'm going to give you just a little bit of hype. This, when you came in, yes. uh, into this whole space, it just felt nicer. Yeah. Aww, yeah. Totally. That's so nice. It just felt nice. Your energy is really great. Thanks. And uh, it made me feel very comfortable, and that's it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You do that for people. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. And you did, so what's interesting to me is you went from... Being, you know, heavily involved in theater because you ended up going to school for directing. You got your MFA in theater directing. Mm -hmm. You were in that. You did that in the United States. So Mm -hmm. then you sort of worked in the states for a while. You also went to the UK for Mm -hmm. a while. So like you had this journey of theater making, um, and you were an excellent director. Like I remember you came into the scene study. So a a bunch of friends um, that I, you know, colleagues, actor colleagues, we used to do this, um, this uh, scene study that was put together by Diana Bentley, who like brought a bunch of friends together to just work on scenes. And it was kind of like the most interesting scenes you would work on because you would pick them and then peers would sort of guide you. Mm -hmm. So it was great. And you came in a couple of nights to watch and we, they were working on a scene from this play that's really complicated play um, about um, pregnancy and about um, and and it was it was a really it's a really tricky one. In fact, I don't think anyone's ever done it in Toronto. I feel like people stay away from that play because it's hard. It's like a woman gives birth to like basically a bunch of sounds and like it's not really a baby, and but it's really about her relationship. To motherhood, it's a it's a complicated play. It yeah. sounds super complicated. Super complicated. And Elena was and like super joyful, right? Super joyful. Like super joyful. And so we're working on this play, and Elena's watching, and she's just like, "Well, this just reminds me. This just feels like the stages of grief, and this is this, and this is that." And like in one viewing of the scene, was like, "This is what this feels like," and this, and everyone in the room was like, "Ah, oh, oh, that's what the scene." Yes, like we all had this like collective. Yes to hmm, your wisdom. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 So you should direct that play, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the top of the list, Dale. Top, top, top of the list. <laughs> but you find that actress to give birth to a sound. Yeah. It's you. On. Oh, great. Dale, that's it. <laughs> then it'll be just a call. Like, hey. hey, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really summarize the play well. But anyway, it was, it was a beautiful moment. I remember yeah. of like clarity and then you've taken all of that and you've really taken your theater work and translated it into your life in so many interesting ways because I feel Mm -hmm. like it's never not there Mm -hmm. it's always there it's always there yeah but you use it in such dynamic ways Thank you. Like you started out, I feel like with the mission business or the yep. mission biz. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that kind of experiential work yep. was like at the time, especially I remember reading about ZTO and being like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ZTO was, looked very cool to me. Yes. Yeah. Realizing that you were a part of that was yeah. just like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Because I have connections to zombies and yeah. things like that myself. So 
yeah, I remember it was happening at a time, too, for me, when there was, like, a lot of zombie stuff. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. But much like it was, I missed it all, and I didn't see it. <laughs> and now it's gone. Well, tell us, so talk a little bit about it just for those of, so people who are watching who, who also missed it. Who were that sad to miss it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just because it was so cool. And like, what? It was a site-specific, like, it was about the apocalypse, and it was a series of site-specific events. It was yeah. at different sites, right? Yeah. 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 So there were, there were two things happening. There was this story we created that people engaged with, and then there was sort of the group of renegades of us who created it who were testing a whole bunch of things through the process. Okay. Um, the show itself was in four different formats in four different locations, but they were all part of a single story mm-hmm. over the course of eight months that yeah. was connected through online content at a yeah. time when yes. people weren't doing that yet so much. That's right. You know, it was 2012. Yeah. Um, now, it's funny to think about it now because we've moved so far uh, forward in that way. Right. But at the time, it was like, what are you doing? Uh, and it was about a fictional biotech company that had unwittingly released a virus uh, into the city of Toronto that was causing people to essentially turn into zombies. And yeah. It was about the interrelationships between the staff and how they all fucked up. And Can I swear on the show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. okay. Yes. Swear as much now. as you like. Mm-hmm. Swear away. Um, um, it, yeah. It was like, for me, it's like, that's an example of how you're always at sort of the cutting edge of what's happening. Yeah, it's it's a sometimes it's a lovely thing to be at the cutting edge of things, and yeah. sometimes it's very painful because not everyone gets it, and yes, so for sure. you're like a bit too far ahead of the curve, and then it what, what you were trying to do happens like five years later, and you're like, but we already did that. Yeah, do you have yeah. that sense? Because I have that sense. I a have lot. that. Yep. Se- I have that. See something that yeah. I'm like, God, but no one understood yeah. it when we were trying to do yeah. it. Now it's yeah. like so common. And in and in the moment of it, you're like. Why can't you see yeah. how uh, like how this is about right now? Why can't you? And you're yeah. trying to get people engaged, yeah. and then it's yeah, it's frustrating when years later they're like, oh, I have an idea. Oh, so it's like a such and such. Yeah. Goes, yeah, it's a such and such. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. But the thing I think is like that that frustration. Um, I think. People who are on the cutting edge of things are able to withstand that frustration and work through it. That's why they're totally. in that position. Totally. So, you know? What? What did you say? I said, is that right? <laughs> really? Some more. Really? I think how so. Do, how do you do that? I, I don't know. I wouldn't begin to know how you do it because I just basically live in a rage most days. Uh, but I, I would say... I would say... I have a question. I have yes. a question about it. So it's... It spanned over eight months, yeah. but like having not seen it, yeah. Um, did your like core group of like people, like cast and stuff like that, like stay? Yeah, yeah. Like it was all. Yeah, it was a commitment for the duration of the four shows. <sighs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you went from that. You did. You did something at the Drake Hotel as well, and mm-hmm. then you worked with NASA. Yeah, that was like the. It's all Trevor Haldenby. He's probably not watching because he has a baby. But uh, hype to Trevor. Hype to to Trevor Haldenby. Yay! Um, Yeah, uh, Trevor had been working with uh, at OCAD. He was at OCAD and working on his master's thesis. And he had a mentor uh, who worked for Autodesk. Okay. Which is a software company. And Autodesk right. was running a thought leadership conference at NASA Ames Research Park. Mm-hmm. And they, his mentor had come and seen um, 
they had come and seen the show. They'd come and seen Zed, and they called us and said, "Could you create something like this in this world as a kickoff to our thought leadership conference?" Wow! And we were like, "That's cool." Yes, sure, of course we can. You know, fake it till you make it, sort of, yep. sort of deal. You're yeah. like, "How much are you gonna pay us? Great, we're we're there." And uh, you know, so we so we did that. So we used uh, the story world of Z.to. So the fictional company is called Biologic. You can still go to the website and call the phone line; it's still active. Yes. All wise. That is fantastic. B y o l o g y c dot com. Yes, do there. it. Oh my do god. It. You know, I feel like I'm just gonna take a little a little thing. You're, you you kind of like glossed over the fake until you make it, like as if that's like a, yeah. an easy thing to do, but it's not. It's not. No, it's not. And being able to say I'm gonna do this, and I don't exactly know how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna get it done. Yeah, it's courageous and it's awesome. Oh yeah, and it's what artists do, and it's amazing. I think I think it's I think it's I've been thinking about this a lot. I think it becomes harder as you get older. Like, I think there was like, you know, 2012 was, however, seven years ago now. It's almost a full, it's almost a full seven years. March 20th was the day we started Zed. Wow. So I'm like super aware that seven year cycle is done, but I feel like there's like a, I don't know, there's sort of this blind ballsiness that happens in your 20s that sort of starts to wane away. For sure. You have to work through more things, more stuff inside yourself in order to fake it till you make it in the same way. Um, yeah, yeah, because so I, I feel think aware of that. Yeah, it starts to feel a little bit like there's more at stake if it fails. But I think that like, mm. but there's also it could have failed. There was like 49 million come to Jesus moments on that project where we had right. no business moving forward. <laughs> we were like, how much is in the bank? How much is that thing going to cost? Whatever, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm, and it was fine. I feel like I'm, you know, approaching 40, and I still do that in moments and then, sure. but then I think like and I have real like I'm very torn about it because there's a part of me that's like okay we're in now we're in so we gotta go we like gotta you, go. you get to that point where you're like well I've committed to far too many people now in and to myself like yes. I have decided that I have stepped over this line and so now no matter how much is in the bank or, or what is at stake you you have to go right yeah um, but I think that there's that fine line between that being terrifying and that being like the stuff that life is made of. Like the well, it's exhilarating. Also, like, totally. It's also the part where like if you didn't move forward, you would hate yourself forever. Yeah. 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 I'm finding for myself it's like going forward and knowing that there's a really, really strong possibility of my heart being broken over and over again. Yeah. It, yeah. And uh, for me, I'm like, okay. I can't let my fear of my heart being broken because of this creative piece or whatever it is that I'm doing stand in the way of doing it. Yeah. So fuck it. Let's get our hearts broken and let's just do it. Yeah. Because it's not going to, it's like, well, having your heart broken in life is inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. So you just might as well get better at it. You just lean into it and go like, okay, just get better at it. And and you know what? It's like, it's like I used to think, I think that I, that I could avoid it. And I think you come to a point in your life where you go, oh, it's unavoidable. So now the thing is just to like actually step into it and go, I know I'm probably going to get my heart broken. But here I go. And I think that watching, I find watching people do that, the courage, watching that courage oh, yeah. is just like expands my heart. Like I watch people take risks and yeah, it's like, people, yeah. and I think that's how this sort of like web happens in the world where more and more people feel like welcome to 
walk in and break their hearts and have their hearts broken. And it creates this web of people taking chances yeah. and taking risks and for the better, I think. And, and if people yeah. are like mindful of it, they can look at other people's hearts being broken and go, it, it, I can see myself, my heart breaking yes. you. Yes. So it's because like, I know that as I'm getting older, I'm feeling a lot of that. Yeah. Like I'm like when other people's projects or whatever, their hearts are broken for whatever reason in their artistic lives, I go like, Oh, I don't know. It's not about being hard on them. It's not like, it's not like I was, but I'm f- far more like, Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. And yeah. yeah just, the compassion like, for the it. compassion of it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. hear you. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's get our hearts broken. Yeah. And get really good at putting them back together. Yeah. Because there's, cause there's that too, right? It's like that practice of them like putting your heart back together and stepping back in. It's like you grow. You yeah. Do. You grow. Um, Tanisha just said, uh, heartbreak is not just a possibility but a probability. Yeah. You get better at putting ah. it back together though. Yeah. That's what yeah. It, yeah. That's what I just said. In sync. Yeah. Hi, Tanisha. We're in sync. Hi, Nate in sync. <laughs> Synchronicity. Um, so... Elena, yes. You so you still um, you do this great thing as sort of an extension, I think, of that sort of experiential stuff and your coaching, which we're going to get to as well. Yeah. But I feel like you do this great thing. You call yourself the Adventure Bandit, or you used to for a long time. For a long time. Um, and still you, in me. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's definitely. I see the Adventure Bandit in you. <laughs> Should have worn my mustache. I know you have a great. She's a fantastic mustache. bandit mustache. <laughs> um, but. You would create adventures for people. So people could come to you and be like, you know, I want to go on an adventure. Here's what I'm working on. Here's what I want to experience. And you would like tailor make an adventure for them. Yeah. So I got to hype Wendy Anderson because Wendy. Wendy. So I I did that with Wendy Anderson, who I, who I met doing the show at the Drake hotel. Um, she's amazing and wild and like brought the bandit out in me and we bring the bandit out in each other. Just like trouble and sneaking and finding crevices and yeah so we <laughs> so we started making adventures together um for a while um we still adventure together but we're we're currently not sharing our adventures with others but maybe soon we will at some cool. point that's cool we got a lot going on yeah i know yeah there's a lot going we're on i talk about it yeah um but i love that i just want to say i love that i love the idea of i love your sense of play i love that Thanks. for you it's like um What's the point of What is the point otherwise? Like everything to the point where when you go to Lindy like when you go to Lindy and Elena's for a party, they'll have like little like games set up that are like personal little adventures uh-huh. um, that I love. It's like such a fun way to be at a party. That's right. Yeah. Like one of the ones at your party once was like put together some food items and force somebody to eat it. <laughs> so it was like I put together things and I walked right up to Lindy and I was like, You're gonna have to eat that. It was actually pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. Well, we wouldn't give you the options that would make it disgusting. Like when I was, a you're ch- not that kind of. No, yeah, but no. when I when I was a child and my parents were divorced, one of my most favorite activities on weekends with dad was taste test. And so we would blindfold my dad <laughs> at the table, and we would take whatever we wanted out of the fridge and put it together and make him eat it. It was the best. Man, that is so like that the is worst a combos. Cool yeah, your dad. Worst, that's a cool. He was dad. cool. Yeah, the worst combos ever. Like ice cream and tuna fish. Like just what kind of ice cream though? Vanilla. I mean, of the ice cream, I think that's the no. least offensive. No, with the tuna, no, we're drinking not. clam drink. Like, we're drinking clam drink. It's so good. You know what? Can I? Can we take a second and check in on the uh, on the clam drink front? Yep. 
I'm actually enjoying this I can't beverage, it. which will make my husband and my mother-in-law very happy because every time we go for brunch, they want like they, they, they want Caesars, and they always it's like Caesars and cruise ships. I don't like cruise ships. I don't want to go on one, and they lecture me all the time. Oh my god, you're gonna be on a cruise ship after this? <laughs> yeah, drinking Caesars. And I'm gonna was, be on a cruise ship drinking Caesars. And I was pretty convinced. I was like, if I can drink this whole thing, I'm gonna love them. And it's only getting worse. You can, pour some, you can pour some in here and make I mean, it go down. I feel like Deal, I'm surprised. I feel like I expected you to like be into it after a while. Oh, look how much I drank. Thank you. Dale, you're plowing through Woo! that Caesar. Guys, drink Caesars. Caesars. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my time, but I'm enjoying it. Um, Elena, talk mm-hmm. to us about... I'm going to put the meat stick. <laughs> you got to go find it. How are you going to get to that nubbin now? You'll see, you'll see. You'll see. There's time. That's an adventure. The adventure is Elena has to get to her meat nubbin (laughs) (laughs) in her Caesar. (laughs) Well, you got most of my ice, too, so it's going to be hard. How much vodka did you put in these Caesars? Not that much? All right. That was a freehand pour, though. (laughs) Freehand pour. (laughs) The celery is great. (laughs) So... Oh my god. Rabbit. Getting drugs. Uh, okay. Talk to us about Camp Counselor for the Universe. Yes. How did this, where did this come from? Tell us a little bit about okay. Bess. Okay. Know. Like where did the name come from? Yeah. Like well, how are you, what inspired you to okay. call yourself So that? in my coaching training, mm-hmm. or a thing we do in coaching is we talk about like who is on sort of the quintessential board of directors that lives inside you. Right. You could call it the captain and the crew. Some people call it the, their board of directors. You know, I may call it my production team, my inner production team. Whatever works for you. Yeah, like a, like a faction, a group of people a who faction. work together. And okay. they work together. You call on different parts of yourself, and you call on one of them, and you have a clear picture of who they are. And so my first one, like my first original leader was the Adventure Bandit. Was the first one. Yep. And the Adventure Bandit was awesome, but the Adventure Bandit also is like missing some fundamental (laughs) pieces of of necessary leadership. So the Adventure Bandit, instead of being sort of like my inner leader, became part of the crew. And I let another crew member of mine, the Camp Counselor of the Universe, take more front and center. Because the Camp Counselor of the Universe like has the fun... But also has the organization and the safety first and, right. you know, and the like inclusivity, yeah. whereas okay. the adventure band, it just kind of charges forward and doesn't give a flying fuck about anything, yeah. Yeah. which is really useful sometimes, oh, yeah. but not as a general, almost all the time way to be. <laughs> <laughs> so the Camp Council of the Universe was born out of that and... Um, now, look, I see all the laughing bubble things. It's, yeah, it's very distracting. Um, and now... <laughs> Stepping into the Camp Counselor of the Universe has been a helpful lens to wear as I do a million things and I make sure they all, like, tick off some of the values of the Camp Counselor of the Universe. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I remember I did some coaching with you. I t- I, you did sort of a group coaching yep. for um, artists. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was immensely valuable. Um, like, immensely. Thank it, you. It actually led me into other practices, which have really helped me. But I remember that my captain... I know, I remember, captain, I remember it. Well, first my captain was like... Galadriel as played by Kate Blanchett in the Lord of the Rings movies. She was very specific. So many words. Yeah. It was like, so Galadriel from the Lord of the Rings, but specifically played by Kate Blanchett, uh, was my captain. 
Uh, and then I created my like persona or like the person I had to be. Who was the magical mobster? Yes, that was that's what I was called. And the, the I remember what mobster. the magical mobster did. Say, I remember too. the magical mobster. Yeah, does things by going in the back door. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I remember. It sounds, Dale, it sounds a little bit suggestive. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a big girl. <laughs> Big girl. <laughs> Here, here's the it thing, was. though. No, it was. It that, was going through the back door. That that gives you a whole way of being. Yeah, it did. It gives you a whole way to approach life. Yeah, because I realized back door through the back door, guys. Front door, back door. Wow, these Caesars are really taking effect. Uh, but what I haven't drank like, mine, so. But are you sure? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. well, it's true. I did. <laughs> you did. Be, you did great. I'll be finding my own. Nobody remembers anything. Flying, no. flying. It was very magical. Helpful. It was like a massively helpful thing. I still have that like. Like a, one of the exercises we did. Awesome. Yeah, because it made me realize working with you made me realize a major thing that has been helpful, which is I don't like to go through the normal channels. It does not work for me to uh, fill out an application and go to a job interview. It does not work for me to go to an audition. Like those things, they don't interest me. They don't work for me. I can't be myself in them. I'm not free and I don't get picked. <laughs> like it was like such a clear thing. It was like none of those things work for me. What am I doing with my entire life? Because all I'm doing is like. Going what? out. How, how, how freeing is that? It know. was the most freeing. Yeah. And so many great things have come from that. So I think like deter, like finding these parts in yourself where you can kind of identify them and sort of externalize them and be like, this is this. Yeah. It's useful. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I'm glad that I'm happy about Listen. that. It was so impactful. It did. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And so you now coach. You coach individuals, but you have other initiatives that you're doing as well. I do. Yes. Yeah. So Ma- uh, many. Many. <laughs> I'm f- specifically fascinated by your deep dive dinners. Yes. Yes. These sound very interesting. Yeah. So um, if my understanding is correct, you get multiple strangers together. Yeah. And then everybody gets to have dinner together. Yes. So 12 strangers. Cool. With a local chef. Cool. And a family style dinner and a process facilitated by myself and oh. my friend Danica Zoe, who... No, hi, hi. Danica Zoe. Hi. Danica Zoe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, we, I didn't realize there was like more than just eating. Oh yeah, it, it's we deep dive into a single topic over dinner oh. with all the strangers, and usually okay. like a, a sort of a a topic that affects everyone, regardless of your political affiliations. Like wow, um, like death. De- like death isn't. We're doing death in April. Yeah, death and dying. We are doing vulnerability this month. And how is the week. group curated together? Like, is it just people that are interested, and then you go like, hopefully you all don't know each other? Um. So I'm doing one each month, and each month is sort of a a different experiment in it. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's just whoever buys a ticket. Cool. So that's how it goes. Right. You can't buy more than two tickets. I don't want, like, four people coming together who know each other. And in a perfect world, I I would actually only let people buy one, and maybe in the future I will do that. Okay. Um, And in June, we're doing an experiment where I have... Um, five people buying the cost of ten tickets, and so I'm going to curate in five people That's who may not awesome. who may yeah. not be able to afford to come to one of the dinners. That's great, so that love it. There's like a bit of a balance there. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, and the conversation at that one will be around why we create homogenous circles in our lives. So hopefully yeah. we'll break up some some yeah. homogeny in that in the room. Oh my gosh, that sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah you guys should come. Yeah, yeah I want to come to one. Yeah, yeah. trying to yeah. find. A, yeah, figure when it lines up. This is up. like those places where you're like, where do you chat with? Like sometimes I like to go to like friends' houses who I haven't been to in a while. Like go to their, their, yeah. their parties because I'm like, I'm gonna be with a whole bunch of people I just don't know. Yeah, well, honestly, like I got really tired of watching people people I know fight online. 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the heck are we doing? Yeah. This is so insane. Like, we're, we're and, and my wife and I both in the last year have lost friends o- over arguments online where, and they wouldn't, they were not willing to talk face to face. And that that's is not, unbelievable. that's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's not okay with me. And I feel like a lot of the work I'm doing is coming out of that. Yeah. Like stopping that kind of uh, bullshit in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, it's a, like, it's a real thing. It's I a know real thing for myself. I've had moments where I'm like, am I being attacked? I think I'd be attacked. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, and then you're like, but then it's, that happened in this weird world. It happened in the digital world and then in the real world. I'm yes. like, is this our new reality? Yeah. Is it? Is it not? Yeah. Good, yeah. Good questions. Yeah. I also yeah. like sometimes work like social media, like, uh, like whole, I manage like entire like shows and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And just the way people treat each other online is just unbelievable. Well, because it's invisible it's and because unreal. there's no, there, you don't get to see the impact of what you're mm-hmm. putting out there and, and then, you, you don't get the feedback. Like there's no feedback loop really. And, and other the thing, than, yeah. 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 The thing I realized too, that I, I wasn't prepared for, for myself was I wasn't prepared to have people argue or people um, yell at the brand that I was representing uh-huh. and take it on as personally as I right, did. Right. Even though I didn't yes. care about the brand. Right. I didn't personally identify with the brand. I wasn't so like what, what it is it like, that you what is it that you think makes you take it on personally? I don't know. Like I just people would say things and it was like I'd have more knowledge about the brand or like trying to be educating them on it. Mm-hmm. And uh I was, I truly wasn't prepared. Like I was like, I'm stressed. I'm tense. I'm nervous. My phone rings and I'm nervous. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, what is it? I'm going to have, I'm going to have to deal with it. Like it was, I was shocked at myself cause I'm pretty chill. That's what online does to you. Yeah. yeah. Like I was pretty, yeah. pretty shocked about yeah. it. I watched, and I watched Dale go through that. Yeah. And then I would even be, sometimes I would see the threads and I would feel bad for you because, and <laughs> I would be like, now I'm, yeah, yeah, because, and I would watch, like, I would sometimes defend other people, other friends would go on and like try and defend you. And then all of a sudden we're all in this very personal reactive space about a thing none of us actually are invested yeah, in. Yeah, none of us cared. Like, none of us cared, really. Yeah. Um, uh, except for I cared about you, but I didn't care about what you were representing because you were just... You, know, you just paid to do it. Yeah. yeah. So it's fascinating. And this, I, I'm curious about how this leads into like what you're doing in terms of your, um, your detox or digital detox, or you're, you're trying to work with people on their relationship to their devices. Their devices. Yeah. yeah. That's an exciting initiative. It's so exciting. Cause I think people don't really truly, I don't know if tr- people truly understand like their relationship with their devices. Well, or the, the impact, you know, nobody ever taught us how to use the internet. Nobody taught us. It's just this thing that evolved alongside us and we just accept how it is. Yeah. But we haven't really thought about it. We all know we're addicted. We all know it's like, an, oh, I can't leave home without my phone. I have to be on social media because otherwise I might miss something or yep. I won't have friends or I'm not going to be relevant. Like, we all have it. I have it too. I've been working on it myself. Um, and it's... You know, there's a more conscious way to be in relationship to it. I, I'm not advocating for like no phone, bad, never, none of it. That's not my intention. My intention is to help people create consciousness around their usage mm-hmm. and to put structures and philosophies in place for how they want to be in relationship with it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's very, it's, uh, I found myself this summer really having to like do that, yeah. like really having to kind of check in. I was put in a situation where then I didn't have to like deal with it as much as I had been having to deal with it. Yeah. And uh, really trying to make conscious decisions. But it was a truly, truly conscious decision to be like, I'm on a bus. I don't need to look at my phone right now. Yeah. I'm going to look at the people yeah. around me on this bus. And then almost like people look at you like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, why are well, you, when you, get are you off, looking at? When you get yeah. off, what you realize is how, how much everybody else is on. Oh yes, yeah. it's it's really yeah. like oh, it's yes. really weird. I mean, talk yeah. about 1984 and mind control. Oh yeah, like we're we're there. Like we're in, you know. This is like your attention on the devices is money for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, like absolutely. your your attention is absolutely. what is monetized. Yep, yeah, absolutely for sure. Yes. It's yep. so disturbing, and we're not paid for that. And that it blows me. It blows my mind that we're still at a place where our behavior isn't monetized in our own. For, for ourselves yeah right like kind of like them like yeah, just right. giving, we're still just giving it away it's unbelievable yeah, yeah. Um, we have a comment here well too that your glasses are awesome oh thanks um, <laughs> and also um, sometimes positive things on the net make me just as nervous as negative things I don't want to get too attached to of either course. that's from Vanya Garraway yeah. yeah you're right yeah. you're right you're right yeah. too right because it's false yes and the, <laughs> and the dopamine like I will post something and I will catch myself moments later being like Checking. oh did anybody like it yeah yeah and like I'm in a dialogue with myself that is separate from my dialogue with the rest of the world that is a private and sometimes quite shameful like a, there's a there's a kind of yeah. privacy to it that feels like I'm hiding it or that um, I, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that I want yeah. that there, it's so complicated I think the, uh, my well, feelings around that well, yeah and I think that loop or that sense of shame is what everyone's feeling mm-hmm. like what, what most people don't want to admit and that's why I'm running a 30 day digital detox group because it's not just the work that we're going to do it's also everybody being able to see that they're not alone in yeah. the habits that yes. they've been sitting in yeah. like, yes. it's like see, being like oh we're all we're all on this and it's okay and we can all get out of this and we yeah. can all, you know, create something different. Yeah. But, but that, I mean, this is like, literally it is designed to be a slot machine in your pocket. Yeah. Like yeah. the addictiveness of a slot machine yeah. and they've created this, I'm sorry, I, no, just, I messed up your story. You um, <laughs> you know, the like, the like system, like the like button was designed to, to do exactly what you uh, for sure. said. It, it yep. was interesting though, because Melissa and I were talking before you got here, we were kind of like going through a few things and we were talking about the addiction to phones and stuff, but I kind of related it to being addicted to food, like having a food mm-hmm. addiction because yeah. you still got to eat. Yeah. Like you still have to eat. Yeah, you, you still, still have, have to, to use it. You yeah. still have to use yeah. it. Yeah. Be in this world. But there are best practices. There are good practices for it. Yeah. I, I will say this. So I now um, co-run a streaming site. And so we have to do a lot of things that are about the streaming site or the yeah. content on the site. And I do find that having a layer, that layer uh, helps. What, what's the layer? The layer of like, and maybe this is about my personal comfort level of, um, you know, holding up other people or talking about other people's work uh-huh. that I'm more comfortable with or that I can have a certain distance around it yeah. as opposed to my own images or my own work. Um, but there is something about, because at first I was so overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God, do you mean that on top of how overwhelmed I feel needing to stay uh, up to date with my own social media that now I have like a, a digital company that I have to also mm-hmm. be like, I was really like having panic around it. 
And um, and I don't do all of it. I mean, a lot of the metrics are handled by you know someone else, so I don't have to stay as connected to it. But I do find that making it about my business or about my job helps me a little bit, even yeah. though it's a very personal business. And totally, I'm very passionate about it. It's like there's a different relationship yeah. to that. Yeah, um, which has actually helped me a bit with my personal. Like in a way, it was like a way of sort of putting boundaries around it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's very hard to self-regulate, which is why I think that the group idea is so great because yeah. it's so difficult. We, we, I think the, the society puts so much pressure on the individual yeah. and makes us wants us to feel like individuals all the time so we don't fight against systemic oppression, uh, frankly. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> get, on. get political. But I do. <laughs> but it's true. I think, like, I think it, they want you to take it on yourself and blame yourself and sure. feel like you're alone in it. But you are. we are not alone in it. So you know? something I've realized over my last five years of doing like digital content management and uh, social media management is I buy a lot of ads. Mm-hmm. I buy a lot of ads. And you see a lot of the stuff that I buy. And what's interesting is I think if anyone had an opportunity to truly see what it's like to buy ads online, mm-hmm. you would realize very quickly that everything you're served online actually has very little to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, a Google search, people pay AdWords so those words come up. Yeah, your, oh, top, yeah. your top 10 things that come up when you type in these things, those are AdWords. People pay for those. So they can literally box out dissenting voices or anything like that. And, you know, everyone talks about, like, free internet and free all these things, but the truth is it's just not. It's absolutely not. And you look at, like... Like, I was just talking today, like, there's been changes in Facebook and how you can buy ads on Facebook. I, just me, and the simple me, can literally have access to algorithms that decide, you know, I can put in different copy, different pictures, deliver it to you multiple times and see which ones work for you, retarget you, and keep hitting you with that so, stuff until so you buy. when you think about it, like... And that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, no, just in, in that world, like, where the heck does free will go? It does, there's, no, there's no such thing. There's literally no such thing when... Yeah. When what's being fed to you is totally controlled. Yes. Yep. Yep. And you know, you hope like, you hope like for myself, I, I keep pretty moral compass, like for, I have a pretty good checks and balances of what I am willing and willing to not do. Mm -hmm. And the type, you know, we're, it's entertainment industry stuff. So it's not, you know, it's for the most part, it's like buying tickets to shows and things like that if Mm -hmm. you're interested in it. But you know, you look at these things and I realize very quickly, it's so easy. It would be so easy to do wrong with it. Oh, it yes. It just would be. Oh, well, yes. It's already happening. Oh, it's yeah. happening altogether. Yeah. But, you know, you think it's like some, like, thing or some, uh, some bot or some scary. You're like, no, no, it can be anyone. <laughs> like, yeah. anyone yeah. has access to it. Yeah. All you need is a credit card and yeah. a Facebook account. Totally. Yeah. And what? And so I think, like, what what I find inspiring and what ma- what makes me feel good about the fact that you work with individuals, you've also worked with companies, is like someone like you with this kind of perspective mm-hmm. and this kind of passion and this kind of desire for experiences and play is like you are the kind of person who goes in and actually like affects real positive change. And I feel like that's an amazing thing for the world. Thanks. I yeah. also think you're ahead of the game on it. Yes. You're truly ahead of the game on it. I have thought for a long time that as we progress in this analog experiences will become they're they're already becoming more expensive Mm -hmm. they're becoming more sought out and people are looking for those looking for those analog experiences and being able to being able to get people into them i think it's i think you're ahead of the game yeah 100 got a few got a few happening this year you do yeah yeah 
Uh, we're going to get to that. Okay. Before we do that, we're going to do a little lightning round. That's The lightning round only means you sit here and we do some things. We say some things fast. Okay. You don't have to answer anything. Okay. Um, and so in the spirit of the fact that Elena's worked with so many amazing uh, companies through the Mission Biz and other things, we're just going to do a quick list of all the companies you worked with. Woo! And oh, boy. all the great things that, are, you know, all of the great things that have come from that. We're not going to talk about them, but we're going to know they happened. And I'm going to play my favorite song, If I Had, if a, I chicken. had a Chicken. So I'm going to just drink. Do the Mission Business. <laughs> Elena has worked with leaders and managers from a variety of companies, including Autodesk, Red Bull, NASA, TD Insurance, Ubisoft Canada, CBC, PWC, that's Price Waterhouse Cooper. Price Waterhouse Cooper. You're welcome. Mars, uh, St. Lawrence College. I don't know what MMM is. 3M? 3M? MMM? No, it's a, it's a consulting firm. MMM. MMM. Uh, the Toronto Zoo. OCAD U. Starbucks. AEC. University of Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, you've worked with so many people. Yeah, and that's just one side of what you do. It's just one. That's one yeah. side. Um, you're also uh, you have a camp coming up in September. I do. Got this. I can vouch. September. I can September. vouch for the fact that Get this on. camp is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's called Camp Wild Hearts. Wild Hearts. CampWildHearts.com. You can go and see the description. Stick your name in the sign up for soon to be released early bird Info. tickets. Yep. We'll give you the link. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Great. Yeah. Um yeah, it's camp. Like you're like a camp expert. I am. I went to yeah. camp my whole life yeah. and yeah. I'm camp counselor of the universe. You're camp counselor of the universe. And yeah. I my wife and I had a camp wedding and I did three speeches about camp in grade school. You and did. I had a camp <laughs> mitzvah. You did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> and and it was obviously very obvious to everyone else that I should be running a camp, but when I asked myself in a meditation two years ago what I should be doing, a little girl popped out of a can in my mind's eye and said, you got to run a camp! <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, that's so obvious. Yeah. So um, we're doing that. And I want to say, this is from your website, but I love this. Camp Counselor for Grownups or the Universe is a coaching and live event company that believes that connection and play shouldn't be confined to childhood and summer, and intimacy can exist beyond primary relationships. Yes. Yeah. Love. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so much more we could talk about, but we're running to come to the end okay. of our time. Okay. But we, we, I know, it's sad. So many people, you can go back and look at the feed, because so many people have been... Giving you love and hearts and laughter and yes. comments. I love and, this uh, thing about the Phantom of the Opera. Yes, yeah, say it. Okay. okay. I, I found this quote online. I saw the Phantom of the Opera when I was about seven, and all I remember is my... All I remember is, is my this dad is mine? said... Yeah. This is mine? This is a quote of mine? Yeah. Oh, my God. All I remember is my dad said, the chandelier is going to drop on your head. And when it happened, I looked at it, and I thought, fake, 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 that wasn't real. I always <laughs> questioned the believability of things starting then. <laughs> I had the same feeling. Fake, fake, fake. I went to Phantom of the Opera. Because it goes like this. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't fall. And I remember looking at it, like the whole first act, I was like a kid looking at it going like, this is crazy. These people are going to, these people are going to get crushed underneath it. And then I was the same. I was like, this is BS, man. Because it's so obviously slides. It's like slides. It's like a bit, it's like a denouement. I was like, yeah. And I remember just being like, oh. Very anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so slow. And it kind of goes like, yeah. Yeah. Where did you find that quote? Uh, In an interview you did when you were nominated for um, an award for your directing. Listen, I go deep when I do my (laughs) my research. Wow. That's, that's. That was one of my favorites. What is this quote you have here? Yeah, Phantom of the Opera is there inside your mind. So funny. Let's talk about our new. F- 
guys, come on. I had to do it. What's our? Let's talk about our new favorite thing. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. talk about our new favorite thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll start. Yeah. Okay. My new favorite thing is uh, is a concept. Um, so we all know about like the body positivity uh, movement, mm-hmm. which is like all bodies are beautiful um, and trying to like include everyone in a definition of beauty. But I, I was reading this thing recently on this Instagram account called I Weigh, which was started by Jamila Jamil. Oh yeah, um, yeah, who's on the Good Place? Yeah, who's amazing. Um, and it was like it was about body neutrality, which oh. is like so. Instead, an example would be like instead of saying like all bodies are beautiful, it says. Um, beauty is only one part of what makes me valuable in the world and I'm going to reevaluate what I think about beauty. Like, it's sort of a way of, like... Bodies just are. Yeah. Like, bodies just are. So we don't even need to, like, fit into an idea of beauty because beauty isn't all the things that we've been told it is. Mm. It doesn't have that weight to it. No pun intended, but it doesn't have that, like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by the concept of being, like, neutral about bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I like or we it. can be neutral about kind of everything. Right. Like, everything kind of just is. Yeah. Like, even, even like, your worst emotions, like, they just are. They just are. We don't need to judge them. No. The judgment makes it worse. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm finding it like quite it. freeing. I like yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. My new favorite thing is a new favorite old thing, but is a new thing, which is reading. Mm, like, like books. books, like fiction, like a like, book, like fiction, nonfiction. <laughs> like I've, like I've really. Um, she's like, I hate Dale, it. I love that we both went like We're this. Like, 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 a a book. Book. like a book, <laughs> like a book, like yes, like a book, not on my phone, yes. not on the internet. Like I wake up and now in the mornings instead of scrolling, I spend forty five minutes reading a book with my coffee. Mm, love like, that's a wonderful love thing. That. with my dog cuddled up and. Now I've got a library card. So I'm I'm like, since December, I've read 12 books. That is impressive. Crazy. It's because I have curbed curbed my digital time. That's amazing. Sonia had like an audible, I don't know if you heard it at (laughs) all, but she was like, oh, like it was a guttural appreciation for your book. Yeah. And you know what? My seven year old self was that kind of reader. Yep. And my seven year old self has crept back up. As soon as I got my phone out of the way. I love this. It's so great. It's so good. So it's like my new, it's my new favorite old thing. I love people that read. Yeah. I love people that read. I'm not one of them. I love people that read. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I just, I look at You don't have to, just because I'm sitting here. No, I love people that read. I do. I I think they're amazing. I think they're wonderful people. Yeah, I go like, look at you. (laughs) Look, you're all doing it. You're all reading. You're all doing it. You took the book and you went from the front to the back. Like, to me, I'm like, that's amazing. I don't do it. I remember this about you, Dale. I, I have remember a really hard time yeah. reading fiction. I okay. don't like But you like, but, but the other thing is, is you love podcasts love that are story. fiction podcasts and like, yeah. you experience it in a different way. You just don't like that format. Yeah. 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 Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I don't know why. Anywho, um, my new favorite thing, yeah. uh, listen, it's going to feel like a bandwagon, but just like get off my back about it. Get get on it. Okay. Get on that bandwagon. Um, I really, really like kombucha. Really? Yeah. You're such a hippie. I know. I like kombucha. Really like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like on the I'm, fence about kombucha. I'm kind of thinking like I should start like doing it myself. So if I had oh, chosen kombucha starter? instead of Caesar, we'd be better be like, friends? Yeah. Can I be honest about kombucha? Okay. Yeah. First of all, I like that somebody has started to... Re- I heard someone refer to it as the booch recently. Yeah, the booch. Well, there's a co- there's a company that... Co- makes I was into that, but I think it's the Italian in me. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, I'll have some booch. You want some booch? Oh, my God. Listen. Look, look, look. Meat, 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 meat
your straw is a little it's all four celery oh my goodness like it's like i drank four of these and i drank this much look how much i drank i drank them all i'm gonna i'm just gonna help myself do it do it pour it out so um so your kombucha makes me gassy Okay, so kombucha is the opposite for me. Okay. It what does it mean? What's the opposite gassy. of gassy? Not gassy. <laughs> <laughs> makes me not gassy. <laughs> but does it, do you mean, does it like alleviate your yes. gas? Yes. How's that possible? Okay, I think in my life I need fermented things. Okay, I yeah. Ferment, I like fermented I things. I need fermented stuff and I don't like the taste of anything fermented. I have a hard time with kimchi. Sauerkraut can just like, kimchi. fuck it. I just like, can't, I can't have any of these things. I don't like them. Okay. So then kombucha, I was like, I don't love kombucha, but I'm going to keep drinking it. Now I like it. And and I feel like genuinely it like is helping my intestinal flora. Oh. Your intestinal flora. I just pictured a meadow in your gut. Right here. Yeah. It's okay. Listen, being re- Dale's re- gut meadow. I'm repopulating. Your gut meadow. You are. Yeah, it's blooming. It looks like yeah. this. It's blooming. This is this is. We modeled this uh, this wallpaper after Dale's gut flora. And, so accurate. Uh, <laughs> so accurate. Listen, kombucha. I've only had it a few times. It made me really gassy. So I feel like, and I like other fermented things. I like sauerkraut, kimchi, but but I. Anyway, I'm willing to try it. Some more. After Maybe I'm going to make some. Sonia's nodding. Who, Sonia, off camera. Who is... wants to give me a mother piece so I can get going on this? <laughs> a Scobie. Scobie. Give me that Scobie. She, needs, Scobie. A, she needs a mother piece, everybody. <laughs> Everything, Dale, whenever you talk about something, Dale, it sounds like it's so sci-fi. Yeah. Everything you talk about is a science fiction. It's because all I've watched is Star Trek in my life. That's it. <laughs> a mother piece. I've watched literally oh my God. years worth of my I life. I know. I know. Well, I think it served you well. <laughs> uh, great. Listen, this was a blast. This it was really a blast. Was. blast. Yeah. Um, thank you all for joining us. Elena, where yeah. can people reach you? They can reach you on Twitter at Elena Mossop. I never go on Twitter. Okay, on Instagram at Camp, Camp Counselor of the Universe. Yep. Your website is ElenaMossop.com. That's correct. Yeah. And you can just PM me on Facebook. Facebook, get up. I had to re-add the Facebook app for this event because <laughs> I took it off because digital detox, but know. you know, we feel honored that you did that. Yeah. yeah I'm going to take it off right when yeah. this is finished. I mean, that makes sense. I got to, it's got to go. I it's got to go. Guys, come on. This is going to go. I mean, you can still go on Facebook on your computer, but off your phone. phone. Listen, I get it. I used to do that. I would take it off and then like give yeah. myself time I have no away. games on it anymore. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. games. Yeah. I had a really violent game I played for a while. Oh, I played yeah. it for like two years. A violent game? <laughs> yeah, it was a violent gangster game when you were trying to murder people. It was really bad. Oh, That's you told really me about bad. this game. Yes. It was bad. I played it. I was good, too. Yeah, I think that, that would awaken you're a good, th- You were a good bad gangster. That was good. That was I good believe that. I have to be careful with violent games because it awakens a beast inside of me that <laughs> the world shouldn't meet, potentially. You're tech, guys. You're tech. I know. Yeah. But I go to the rage room, and that's where I get all my stuff out. Yeah, that's good. The, the rage room is good. amazing. I have a mouth guard thing that I chew at night. That okay. does it. <laughs> what do I do? What do you do to get out your like my rage? Yeah, I do a lot of crying. Yeah, oh, I do, I do so much too. crying. Oh, so yeah. much crying. I mean, I cry, but for every emotion. I have yeah. rage. I mean, I spend a lot of time in the forest every day. Yeah, forest, forest will do it. Forest, forest bathing. bathing. Yeah. I have trees. Yeah, I love yeah. hugging trees. Grow me. And climbing trees. There's some trees in High Park that I love to just sit in. Because there's trees in High Park that, like, actually, like, are, like, made for you to to sit in them. Oh, you know what else I do? I write revenge letters. Do you burn them after? What do you do with them? I just hang on to them. I don't send them. (gasps) I love revenge letters. Yes. Yeah, I think in my death folder there's going to have to be, like, a... 
here's what to do with the revenge letters. Yeah, probably. You, yeah. You're going to want to have a directive or, on that. Yeah, self-destruct. Self-destruct. Self-destruct like Inspector Gadget. Yeah. yeah. It could just be a switch. How are you feeling today? It yeah, feels good, though. Them. You got you to gotta get, gotta get, get it out. out. You got to get that shit out. You got to get that shit out. There was, like, an article yeah. recently yeah. about how, like, maybe it's healthy to hold grudges. And I got to say, like, <laughs> no. I, I know, right? No, I and come I from a good and stock. I don't, and I don't, think, I don't think it's healthy to hold grudges. I think it's healthy to, like, admit that you have, like, negative feelings about someone and write a revenge letter I think that's alright yeah I just don't think you should hold on to it because the holding on to it would be the part that it's is it's okay not to like people that makes you really it's sick. totally you okay you don't have to be a like piece people. of shit about it no exactly <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to like yeah. everybody Dale this is a new philosophy for you I think it's okay it's not to really like people it's okay not you don't to have like to be people. a piece just of shit don't be a piece of shit about it yeah I'm into this that's it yeah. All right, um, everybody, done. we've gone we've gone a little bit long today, but that's because uh, uh, you know we were having so much fun. Yeah, and we were drinking these fantastic Caesars. But don't fret, we're going to be back for the next few weeks. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back too every week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> join us every week. I'll just sneak in. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to announce our our guest for next week. It'll be me on Monday. On Monday, we'll let you know who our guest is next week. Thank you. Follow us. Rate us. Uh, let us know what you think. Thanks for joining us. And of course, you can always go on to our Facebook page and leave us a review. You can go on the platform and leave us a review as well. And let other people know that well, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, keep it to yourself. You don't have to be a shit ahead of about it. And on that note, good night. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Hype Night Podcast. And as always, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Woodman Wine and Spirits. And if you want to catch more of Hype Night, you can watch us on highball.tv. Every episode is in one place. See you there.